Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Finger Guns Podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I am joined this week by Kat. Hello. Oh, hello. oh my God. Hello. Sorry, hello. I, I don't think I've spoken for a while, so my voice cracked. Hello. Hey, pal. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Good, good, good. Amazing work on the pod the last two weeks. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, absolutely uh, smashing it. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. I had Domino's pizza, so my life is infinitely better than it was before I had Domino's pizza. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know much to report. I had a great day off. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether you should really be talking happily about your day off when it's such a historical, monumental moment for the day for the UK today. But uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say <laughs> without feeling like it's awkward <laughs> to talk about it. But yeah, so had a lovely restful day um caught some clips of the funeral london looked very very busy um mm. very sad um but i got dominoes pizza so <laughs> swings <laughs> and roundabouts <laughs> roundabouts indeed uh oh did something happened today was there something on today was there I, I don't know someone someone huge just you know passed away and stuff it would have been yesterday because yeah. this comes out tomorrow yeah. We're still alive, and I am huge, so. <laughs> <laughs> Rest well, Taylor Swift. We hardly knew you. <gasps> How, dare How dare you take that out of the world <laughs> right now? <laughs> oh, God. Haters, 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 haters. Uh, Miles Thompson. Hello. Hello there, sir. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you, sir. Uh, we went to our, what was it, ninth, tenth wedding this weekend. But no, we're week. actually on like 11th or 12th now. Oh yeah, okay. That's yeah. how many it's been that I've actually. So if you get married next many. year, we don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we're not going. We're not going. Have, have a great day, but we're so poor, and there's too many outfits. <laughs> However, there was a silver lining to this one because one of the, I think he might have been one of the groom's team, uh, had like Zelda cufflinks, and that was pretty cool. I was like, I appreciate that the gaming touch, and uh, he was very impressed when I told him about finger guns. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, so that was a nice little uh, a little extra compared to most weddings that you don't get. <laughs> they also yeah. play Bo Burnham as part of their playlist, and that's also awesome. Lovely stuff. Well, if you're listening, hi there. Congratulations. What a time. Welcome. What a time. Uh, Joshua Thompson. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm all right. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for asking. Good. You have a nice weekend? Hell of a weekend. We're at the Western Supermare. Wow. Found a place called Sand Bay. That was really nice. What is it, Sand Bay? Is it a beach or? There is a um, psychiatric hospital at Sand Bay. Did you see it, Ross? <laughs> um, I did, actually, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I used I to work there. Oh, no way. There you yeah. go. I'm still um, there. <laughs> Sand Bay is like this, this, this really cool kind of secret little island. It's really sweet. Um, it's got all these very rich houses and it's got a very nice fish and chip shop. With a place that does, uh, what did I have? I had cherry bakewell, uh, cherry bakewell milkshake. That was very cool. Oh, that sounds banging. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Not gonna lie, Josh, it was pretty sweet. I am uh, very yeah. jealous. <laughs> you had a good weekend? Yeah, I mean, I, I diverted the question back to you first because uh, there's nothing to report. I worked today. Um, there was about 30 out of 150 people that were supposed to turn up. So I work at the cinema and we hosted the funeral stream. Um, yeah, and it was 
pretty dead experience. No pun intended. Indeed. Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> Crazy times. Um, did you have like 4DX going on? Was it all pretty, pretty wild? Or Yeah, 4DX. They had like nachos, ice blasts going around. Like, wow. Yeah, so much popcorn everywhere. No, we didn't, <laughs> sell, we didn't sell anything. We weren't allowed to. Um, so we gave them water, tea, coffee. That was it. Mm. Old deers have their, had their packed lunches. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I just got blessed for working it. I was like, all right, well, I'm getting time and a half, so I'm not I'm not that bothered. <laughs> Thank you for your service, Josh. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mr. Greg Hicks. I'm only here to promote my new album. What is your new album? No, I'm joking. I just have nothing relevant to say. I had a day or today on Her Majesty's Pleasure, and I played Cyberpunk. It's what she would have cool. wanted. Hi. Hello. Yeah, that's, that's all I asked for. <laughs> I've forgotten how to do podca- uh, podcast decorum because I don't really care for these things. No, I've, I'm taking the piss. I'm all right. I'm just happy to be here. I'm all, I'm all in a good mood because it's EGX week. EGX week indeed. Very exciting times. Uh, well, thanks for being here, man. What a treat for all of us. My uh, invoice will come later on. Great. Can't wait to rip that up. And finally, the FFG himself, Mr. Sean Davies. Hi. Hey, man. How's it going? I'm very well. I'm. I've just been taking in this historic day. Quite. It's just been such an emotional journey. Been, been sitting there waiting for that steam page to re- reset all day. Hmm. I'm on return to Monkey Island. Yeah. <laughs> it is a historic day for us all. <laughs> it has been a historic day. A very emotional day. Lovely stuff. Isn't that just a rip off of Broken Sword? Hmm. 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 Moving on. <laughs> you can't you can't swear at me because you're staying at the co- the the company of my girlfriend's house on this weekend, so you can't be mean to me. No, that's true. <laughs> I can be mean after though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then, there is a lot of us tonight, so let's get straight into game of the week. Going to go from the top. Okay, today to the TKB. What is your game of the week? Oh my God, I can finally talk about this bloody game. Um... <laughs> It's it's I love long embargo windows, but also long embargo windows mean that I can't talk about it for ages. Um, so my game is a little game called Little Orpheus. Little Orpheus was recently released on the PlayStation, and it is absolutely worth every single penny. Um, with whatever it's really selling, I don't care what price it is. It was very very good. Um, it's essentially about it's kind of like an adventure platform. Uh, it's a very kind of side scrolling. It's technical adventure game, and it's kind of very inspired by like the land before no not the land before time the land that time forgot and it's just wonderful it's about a really quirky eccentric russian spy who has basically been he's he's like lost a really important bomb and he's lost it in the earth's crust um, and it's been taken and then he reappears into the world like three years later but he doesn't come back with little Orpheus so now he's under like interrogation of where little Orpheus has gone um, and he's telling this like really really eccentric story about how he's essentially saved the world and you are playing as he's saving the world um, it's very simple it's a very simple game it's it's not you know there's nothing too there's nothing difficult at all about it but equally it 
it's still really enjoyable even if you're quite a seasoned gamer so yeah it was just wonderful it's, it's done in little episodes um and it's written as if it's like a little show so it'd be like next time on Lil Orpheus and then the next episode will start um and every episode is in like a different area so the first one is like in a really dense jungle with dinosaurs the second one is like this ice capped like well, not necessarily the second one but one of them's like in an ice capped mountain area um third one is like completely underground with all these like aliens kind of trying to look out for you it's it's very good it's very sweet um yeah I'm not going to go on too much about it just check out the trailer because it's really really good it's really funny the writing is incredible um they've really got a lot of character characterization for such a short amount of time for a game and it's really really easy so like yeah it's not going to be a game that you're going to be stuck playing for 50 60 hours it, it's literally like a, a four hour game three hour game so if you're looking for something short and sweet but actually still really fun and jam-packed that's your game all right and you can read my review on fingerguns.net tomorrow you certainly can love the plug love the plug uh yeah that sounds great i'm really excited to actually play this it does sound like a lot of fun um uh, yeah i'm glad that it's lived up to our expectations uh, Miles Thompson, your game of the week. Hello. Um, I've played a lot of games recently and they've all been under a lot of embargoes, which are finally lifted, but then I kind of half forget about them by the time I get around to talking about them. Uh, so my one for this week is Sunday Gold, which I think the review posted last week, but just after we did the podcast for last week. Um, and it's a brilliant kind of funny game to play in the sense that it's a point and click which I normally hate but I absolutely really love this game which should tell you all about how good it is and how accessible it is to someone who doesn't traditionally like the genre Um, and it's also a turn-based kind of combat game Uh, it's set in like this kind of noir dystopian kind of London-esque type vibe to it Um, the three main characters two of them are like ultra cockney sounding Um, the writing is really witty it's expertly done and had a couple of issues with like the the combat side of it it got a little bit too kind of overpowered towards the end because you don't have to swap out party members every skill that you unlock you get access to in every fight you don't have to like pick and choose um so you just upgrade the ones that you like more and as you level up you get more of them um but some of them are just like super empowered so you don't need to use anything else um and the story was pretty decent it's not like anything particularly special but it's written well enough that you can just enjoy it and go along for the ride of it um And I just really enjoyed the aesthetic of it. It's got this really cool kind of like almost cartoonish, but kind of noir at the same time, kind of uh, art directional art style to it. Um, And it nails that London is just dark and miserable and rainy, but somehow we still make light of the fact that it's just a miserable place. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I I really recommend it. I've been waiting to talk about it for a little while. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but if you're normally put off by turn-based combat or point and click stuff, this one's super accessible. It's much more manageable. The puzzles actually make sense. Um, there's no like, I remember playing Grim Fandango and uh, that kind of puzzle where you have to like drink the bottle of liquor, which has like little metallic bits in it in order to go through a metal detector so that someone searches you and takes an item off you, but you gain a different item. And I just remember doing that and being like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> and I never had any of that with Sunday Gold. So I highly recommend it and you should check it out if you like that kind of game. And uh, yeah, the full review's up on the site. Wonderful stuff. Thank you, Mars. Thanks. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, Josh Thompson, your game of the week. Uh, I'd like to shout out the Wulong Fallen Dynasty demo that dropped over the weekend um, once it was announced at uh, TGS. Um, it's a really fun uh, 
demos, uh, vertical slice that you get to experience. Um, it's not far off from what kind of Neo 2 left off in terms of game mechanics and um, level, de level design. There's a bit more verticality added to it. Uh, the combat system is a little bit different. Like the parry system is uh, more important and there's like more open windows to parry your foes. Uh, there's no like summons as such, but you kind of get abilities and there's a few that you can pick for a class, but the class base is quite a fluid system that you can level into if you fancy something else, if you started somewhere different. Um, yeah, I just really liked it. I, I, I've not seen a lot of it uh as it was a demo but the um yeah the kind of chinese mythology is something that i don't think many games have explored so much so i'm looking forward to something that i'm not quite um ver uh, like versed in the knowledge of it so i'm looking forward to uh, the stories that they have to tell on it um and it's really just a really good combat system uh the kind of in-depth system of the uh placing flags throughout the maps kind of uh raises your attack level and it can't diminish below that um and the more enemies you kill the higher your level gets and then you can fight harder foes through that um, but if you die you lose some of that um so it's a lot of um like uh kind of reward like risk and reward type system through the game and um yeah i'm just really liking really uh, enjoying what i played of it and looking forward to the full game uh, it's a bit like a souls like uh, maybe more like a Sekiro mixed with a Neo, uh, but Chinese inspired, and it was really fun. Awesome. Yeah, it looks very shiny. It's a very, yeah, it very did pretty look good. Game. I think it, it kind of shows its age a little bit by not having uh, a distinct art direction, more so going for a realism. But what I saw of it, it still looked really nice. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talk about this one at the moment. People really, really enjoying it. Um, nice one, Josh. Thank you. Uh, Greg Hicks, what are you playing this week? Uh, well, I've already mentioned it earlier on. I've just decided to delve back into Cyberpunk um, now that it's had a bigger patch. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because we all know what Cyberpunk's like. It was okay when it first came out. A lot of bugs, issues. I never really had a lot of them, but it was a subpar game. And now with all the improvements, it plays like Syndicate. But... Um, no, I mean, like it's had quality of life improvements and it's a free upgrade for the PS5. And I've chosen a different... Cho chosen? God, I've posh my... I've chosen a different path this time. I've gone for Street Kid over Nomad. So it's just nice seeing those not really changes as such, but just like dialogue changes and things like that. I spent two minutes walking back and forth through a bead curtain earlier on because I thought it was cool. You know, it's quite nice like seeing that integration that CD Projekt Red are slowly putting into the game. But yeah, um, I don't really say much more about Cyberpunk. It's been two years now. It's it's having a No Man's Sky sort of slow improvement thing. And uh, yeah, I just thought I'd dip back into it. And I've got a review game that's awesome, but I don't think I can talk about it yet. So you probably have to delete what I've just said. Well, okay then. Thank you very no much. Place, no Place of Bravery is like the 22nd, isn't it? It's like that embargo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't. Right, just ignore that yeah. bit then. Yeah, you can't talk. You can say that you've got it, but you can't talk about it. I have a game. And it is a game. Sweet. Sounds awesome, man. Uh, well, I can't. I can either confirm or deny that because that would be breaking embargo. Very true. Very <laughs> true. Very true. He's on the board tonight. And finally, Sean Davies, your game of the week. So my game of the week has been available for about eight hours. It is the return of 
returned to Monkey Island. And I've only I've, it came out. I've managed to play about three hours of it, and it is already better than everything else I've played this week. Um, it's a point and click. It's got a miraculous way of, of evolving the point and click genre. So I know that a lot of people are going to be accustomed to the whole LucasArts formula where it's look at, pick up, use, etc. What what the developers have managed to do here is is incredible in the way that they use a mouse. So you you hover over something, uh, an, an interactive item, and it will give you two choices. It will let you use the left or right click button on the mouse to do two different things. And some of those can open up further branches. So say you look at something and you go, uh, that's ketchup, for example. And you could then pick up and you know pick up something out of your inventory and use it on it instead. It's it, genuinely, I think this might be a new standard of the way that point and clicks are done, because I put, play a lot of these. This is the easiest to play that I have played in it's so long, in in years and years that I, I this is the most accessible point and click adventure that I've played in a very long time. Um. It's also just like a, an amazing trip down memory lane. So all the characters are back. They're voiced by, you know, many of them are voiced by the original voice actors that did, did their voice voiced versions. The Melee Island looks just amazing. Yeah, I'm just I'm really impressed with what I've played of this game so far. And I'm probably going to put a pull an all-nighter and, and play it through to the completion overnight. Well done, everybody awesome. involved. What's your game of the week, Roscoe? Oh, I just want to say I'm, glad, I'm so glad that Monkey Island is living up to your expectation. Yeah, man, I, I got a bit choked up when I saw the title screen, if I'm honest, because it's been yeah. like I sat sat there and just kind of, is this this is like something that I've waited for for you know since I was a kid. Mm. So to, to have a proper Monkey Island game in the same vein as the originals, with the same tone, the same comedy, it's still brilliant. You know, they they've still they've, they managed to bottle everything that was good in the eighties and, and just bring it to the to the modern day. And there's also like a, a hint that they understand that actually these games are old hat these days. And there's there's a little there's a little twinge that they know because one of the initial characters you interact with is like you 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 try to come off as important, and they're like, well, you're obviously just not important these days. And you know, it's kind of just like jimming to the camera yes player we understand sure, you don't like yeah. tweeting clicks anymore but yeah yeah what's your your game awesome. of the week Ross? um well i've not been here for a couple of weeks so i mean i've played mostly uh dreamlight valley uh which i'm very much in love with um the last of us part one which you know is the last of us part one and um and horizon forbidden west really jumping finally jumping back into that still haven't seen a bloody beach but i'm getting there slowly but surely um, but I guess I guess my game of the week. I'm terribly sorry. Don't want to ruin everyone's day. But game of the week is probably Fortnite. Um, new season started yesterday. It's all chromey. It's all very strange. There's Splatoon elements to it now, where you can just move around in a blob of ink and just jump around. Um, so that's fun. Um, and yeah, it's um, it's it's not a huge difference from the last season. Like these jumps are normally fairly big, but this one isn't a doesn't feel like a massive leap just yet. But hopefully um, it will evolve over the uh, the next few weeks and it will be a bit more a bit more exciting. But yeah, I do like the chrome elements. The movement is is a lot of fun. Um, you do feel very invincible. Um, 
and you're able to level up your guns, which is pretty cool, uh, which is something that's kind of brand new. No, you don't have to buy it. You can actually just do it whilst playing, which is a new thing. So, yeah, all good. Having a good time with it. Looking forward to what's coming next. And Spider-Gwen is my level 100. So here we go. Here we go again. Can't wait to unlock. I love that you've pushed like people's game of the years aside to just shout out Fortnite for the Yeah, week. man. <laughs> it's what I do. It's what I do. It's what I do. I'm having fun with the new season. What can I say? It's all you play, it's all you play isn't it? <laughs> Mostly. How many hours have you clocked in now? Uh, no comment. I mean, I put 400 hours into Street Fighter 4, and at one point I was like, that's a long time, but I think you've probably sure. tripled that now. Yeah, I probably have. Probably have. Crikey. But uh, yeah, I'm also playing, you know, Last of Us, um, Horizon, jumping in and out of things, but um, yeah, having a good time. I haven't, I haven't seen a physical copy of Last of Us anywhere. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, I've been into, well, I say uh, anywhere, I haven't been to like loads of shops, but of the two or three shops I've been into, I couldn't see physical copies, and normally... That would indicate being sold out, but I haven't even seen like dummy cases anywhere. Hmm. Well, I'm like, like game and HMB and yeah, stuff yeah, like exactly. That. And I'm like, well, HMB don't do games anymore, but yeah, the, of the two or three games I've been in, and it's pretty much it that I can think of that comes to mind. But yeah, I haven't seen physical boxes even advertising it. And I'm like, it has had a physical release. Yeah. But yeah, no, just weird. Just it, just you saying that reminded me of it. Okay. Oh, very strange. Yeah. Uh... Maybe the trick has worked. Maybe everyone's paying 70 quid for this damn thing. Who knows? Uh, right then, let's get into this week's quiz. Kat, it's over to you. Thank you so much. So the emoji, not the emoji. Yeah, the emoji thing seems to be working. Greg, you've not been here for a while, so you don't need to get a sound anymore. You just need to go into the Zoom. And if you know the answer to the question, then just click, like raise your hand or do another emoji. Because oh, I missed the sounds. I know it's only because with so many, especially with so many people in, no one's sound gets heard and it just gets silly because then people are like, that was definitely me. And or I hear nothing. And <laughs> so you're, all your sounds just all blur into one. And I have an like, orgasm Amy with like Crash Bandicoot with Miles's whatever a, a Metal Gear Solid sound. And I just it's just it's just a nightmare. It's just a mess. So you're going to have to pick your favourite emoji. Probably the poo one is what everyone's been doing. Um, yeah, and with any quiz, I'd like to do a theme. The theme of this week's quiz is... <laughs> for God's sake, Ross. <laughs> is uh, famous uh, game quotes. So I'm going to go through. I'll say the quote. You just need to um, say the game or the person if I ask for it. Um so yeah. I'm literally just typing an emoji into, like, just doing that, for example. Um, you can do no, you know, like where um, where it's reactions. Click reactions, yeah, yeah. And reactions. It'll say raise hand. Where, 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 where? Not so, not in chat then, or in chat. Hang on. No. It should not be like a chat. separate like tab. Reactions, reactions, reactions. Uh, all right. Yep. Hang on. All oh, right. So does it get reset every? Do you just when you raise you, your hand, does it get reset? You just have time? to get. You have to take it down every time. Oh, so you do that and yep. stick, and then yep. show a hand. Yep, yep. Oh, okay, got it. Sorted. 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 And then you come up on my screen. Whoever does it fastest comes up on my screen first, okay. which makes it fairest. Okay, are we ready? I had the best sound and everything. Oh, sorry, Greg. <laughs> Greg, do you want to play your sound for everyone? No. <laughs> no, forget it now. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> um, okay, cool. All right. So question number one, the quote is war. War never changes is a phrase from Will. Josh. <laughs> Josh, you're on mute. Metal Gear Solid 4. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. I, I had uh, next. I take mine off. You, oh, did you take yours off? Yeah, I thought because when she fair enough, fair, out, okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right, I'll, I'll give you this one, Greg. But you've got to keep it up until we say put it down. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's, um, it's Ron Perlman in Fallout Three. It is well done. To be fair to Josh, it is the Snake in MGS Four, <laughs> but it is originally Fallout. Oh, really? Fair. No, yeah. I think doesn't he say war has war has evolved or something in Metal Gear Solid Four? Oh yeah, he says war has changed. Like, war There's two. Has There's changed. two. He starts with never changes, and then he ends <laughs> it with it has changed. <laughs> oh boy! Wow. Metal Gear Solid off. <laughs> I was going to say we need a Metal Gear pod to settle this. <laughs> do we need? Do we need? Maybe that can be our first um, mastermind quiz. <laughs> Kindly, would love um, that. Okay, who says the line? You were almost a Jill sandwich. Oh, Sean. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Barry. Oh, memories. <laughs> uh, finish him is from what? Oh, Greg. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. Uh, da, 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 da. You have died of dysentery. Greg. Oregon Trail. Yes. Hold on. Oh, look at this. Greg's come back and he's winning the quiz again. <laughs> <laughs> um... Winner, winner, chicken dinner is a quote from where? Sean. PUBG. Yes, hold on. And that's not the actual name of it anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the name I'm taking because the new name sucks. (laughs) Um, Where was I? Wait, what? It's changed name. Yeah. Yeah, it's now PUBG Battlegrounds. Yeah. Player run names Battlegrounds, Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. Yeah, Yeah. now it's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It changed like what? Like six, seven, eight months ago? Wow, you have to pay for it with money taken out of the ATM machine. Using your PIN number. Um, okay, uh, question six. Uh, the right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world. Greg. G Man from Half Life. <laughs> wow, well done. Damn. I'm just going to uh, mute. <laughs> um, Where the fuck have I got? Oh, okay, cool. Um, okay, so who. So, what game is this from? Why don't you say whatever speech you've got rehearsed and get this over with? And you get an extra point if you get the character right. Greg? Uh, no, I pressed my thing because I was trying to lower it and I raised it again. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Oh. Ross. Um, Joel said that in The Last of Us Part 2. He does say that in The Last of Us Part 2. Yes! <laughs> um, question number eight. Oh, yeah. Are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> Such a dumb one. Miles? It's Pokemon, isn't it? Yeah. Professor Oak asks you, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Wow, challenging gender norms way back in 1999. Oh, my God. I haven't reset the thing yet. Right, yep. It's okay, I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Oh, wait. Um, I don't need a weapon. My friends are my power. Greg. Sora and Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was a guess. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. When, when you got the character right. When you mention friends, it's always like the power of friendship. The power like, of friendship, yeah. Dora, there's, there's, the nuke's going to explode. Don't worry, my friends was... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, and question 10. It's time to kick ass and chew bubblegum, but I'm all out of gum. Greg. Duke Nukem and Duke Nukem 3D. Well done. Oh, poor Sean. He got every one of those right. <laughs> he did, yeah, Sean, to be fair. <laughs> That was like a real test of fastest finger fast. 
Unmuting and unmuting because I got like the, the kids have turned the laptop upstairs. So I'm like, gotta turn it off. Gonna gotta mute. Unmute. Mute. Mute. mute, 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 mute. <laughs> that's that sounds like a you problem. That is a you problem. <laughs> there's, there's no problem. It's not the winning mentality, is it? So um... right, I'm gonna go now. Bye. <laughs> so, right, you're saying I almost won. <laughs> you did, Josh. Well done. Good effort. Um, funnily enough, um, we were watching Battle Call Soul earlier, and Miles randomly said the quote from um, Far Cry. You know, the really famous one that Voss says, well, like definition, of, definition of sanity. I had to change it because I was like, well, now I just that gives you an advantage. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting that you said that. And he was like, why? And I was like, it just is. And he's like, why? He's like, I was like, because it is. I was like, so, and then I had to change it out because I was like, don't want to give him an advantage. So sorry, Miles, it was going to be on here, and you would have got. Oh god damn right. it! <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Michael Mando's in it and his boss, so yeah, I still want to won anyway. No, uh, because Greg's on the show, so <laughs> yeah, uh, Greg, I'm not, well I'm done. I'm not going to apologise for having a really good gaming knowledge. No, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't apologise, Greg. You got six, so, so well done. Uh, Sean, you came in at second with two. Ross, you got one. Miles, you got one. Josh, you put your hand up, and you just were not fast enough. You're going to have to exercise your finger, finger exercises. Innuendo out. See you later. <laughs> All right, then. Thank you very much, Cap. No, I think that's the fastest quiz I've ever done. So, these these, these hand-raising makes the quiz go very quickly. It does. It's great. Mm. It's, we're going to we're gonna have to do 20 question quizzes now. No. <laughs> no. All right, then. That was shut it's down. That was shut it's down. hard enough you know. thinking of a theme every week for 10 questions. Maybe, maybe I'll raise them to 12. <laughs> Oof, bloody hell. Calm Oof. down. I know. Um, right then, let's get into the news and what could we possibly talk about first? Hmm. Huh, hmm. Huh. How about the fact that the biggest game of all time got completely leaked onto the internet? Yes, let's talk about that. Now, there is a fair bit to go through um, on this. I'm going to start from the top and I'm going to go into the fallout a little bit afterwards. Um, of course, reading from VGC, the mighty Jordan Miller, over 90. Alleged videos from a dev build of GTA 6 have been leaked onto social media. First posted to GTA forum by user Tip Tepot Tuber Hacker. The footage includes open world gameplay, which is alleged to be from GTA 6, and they appear to be legitimate. It's a claim by the leaker that the videos were downloaded from Slack. Uh, we now now know that these were, of course, legitimate. Um, from falling on that. A, another news story came out a little bit later saying the leaker is looking to negotiate a deal with Rockstar. The person who claims to be behind Sunday's leak has claimed they are looking to negotiate a deal with Rockstar following the incident. So this is what Teapot Tuba Hacker said on the DJ forum a few hours later. Okay, so this has gone unexpectedly viral. You know it was going to go viral, you dick. That's why you did it. Anyway, wake up to 3,000 Telegram DMs. If you are an employee of Rockstar or Take-Two and you're trying to contact me, send me a message containing... A lot of numbers on Telegram, or you can email me at tbottuberhacker at photonmail.com. From your corporate email address, I will try to read all the replies soon. I am looking to negotiate a deal. Um, it's unclear what exactly the leaker in question would want, or what they believe they have in terms of leverage over Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two. We just spent most of the day battling the leak by issuing takedown notices to YouTube. Now, 24 hours later, and Take-Two clears out a GTA 6 forum and subreddit following the leak. Rockstar Games' parent company, Take-Two Interactive, have reportedly ordered two of the largest online GTA communities to take down any links to the GTA 6 footage leaked on Sunday. 
DTA forums, where the leak was originally shared, and the DTA 6 subreddit page on Reddit's both posted messages, informing that their users that they have been told to remove links to avoid any leaked content, basically confirming everything we knew this was, in fact, GTA 6 content. Now, at 2.10 this afternoon, UK time, uh, which is, of course, September the 19th, Rockstar posted a message on their Twitter and their socials saying... We recently suffered a network intrusion in which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed downloaded confidential information to our system, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. At this time, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services, nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects. We are extremely disappointed to have any details out there for our next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next GTA will continue as planned, and we remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience that you, our players, will truly exceed your expectations. We will update everyone again soon, and of course, we'll probably introduce you to this next game when it is ready. We want to thank everyone for their ongoing support through this situation. Whew. That is where we are right now at the time of recording. Um, So, here we are. Sean Davies. What a cunt. Indeed. What what are we... Uh, why why are we... would you steal code and then hold Rockstar to ransom? That's just the cuntiest thing you do. And if you're a fan of the series, you're not. That's... Ugh. No, indeed. And then, to, like I said, to hold it ransom just is mad. Yeah, it's... it makes you wonder what else... Do you think he has actually has anything else or... I have no ill intent. What? what? No, you, you clearly do. You're trying to monetize being a cunt. Yeah. Um, that's my two cents. I've read too much about it to not want to get into it. But that's just stupid. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Um, Sean, what's your take on all of this? Fun? Yeah, so this is shitty for everyone involved, really, isn't it? You know, the, the mm. developers, it's going to feel shitty. Um, social media guys who probably thought they had a long weekend ahead of them have had to scarper. Some some poor employee has played, has, has been fished, and it looks like they've got, gained access to their, to their Slack what what I can gather is around ten thousand lines of code has been posted by the hacker, and the the reason why they are currently threatening is because they have an entire work in progress build of the game that they are saying that they can post. So, oh. yeah, yeah. So 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 this has kind of gone beyond. Obviously, you 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 know they said they posted ninety videos of gameplay and screenshots, etc. It's obviously nowhere near finished. This is obviously from from some time ago, and it's a bit shit. Um, the hacker's a dick and needs to um, just hand back what they've they've taken. They're not going to get money out to take two. They're not going to get money out of Rockstar. All all they're going to do is probably prolong the development of GTA, and the probability is remote working will cease. Um, for some studios because of this. Um, six, 6% has been knocked off Take-Two share prices today, which is an astronomical amount if you look how much Take-Two is worth. Sure. They've, they've had to, to, to post filings to trade bodies because of the leak. It's, it's not a good situation. Um, there are a few people... My, my my greatest takeaway from this is that the press cannot be fucking trusted with these things um, because I've seen so many people since this whole thing started posting this story to their website, linking to 90 videos and archives of screenshots and then going, 
wow, this is bad, isn't it? <laughs> and, and the amount of people, the amount of, of editors and things that are going, I, I didn't I didn't expect people to be really annoyed that Grand Theft Auto isn't finished yet and that it looks in an unfinished state. Mm. I'm sorry, but the press have got to hold the hands up on this one to some degree and say, yeah, we shouldn't have done this. Um, and I know it is it is the news desk's job is to get as many clicks as possible by posting the news. But when when it leaks like this, when it's obviously been obtained nefariously, then you shouldn't be you shouldn't be helping this hacker spread that around. And then you've got the entire reaction from the 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 gamerverse or whatever you know whatever they want to call the community around GTA that has been like this looks rough. Yes, this looks rough. It was probably from like three years ago. You know, it's it's an unfinished game. Like quite literally, some if if you if you go to hashtags on the internet and go to like you know Blocktober, you'll see entire games that have got no textures on them because it's in 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 progress builds. I just this has been a shitty period in gaming history, and and it's a shame because I'm not even a particularly big fan of GTA. Um, but I know that obviously this was going to sell like hotcakes, and I know quite a number of developers that work at Rockstar, and it has been a shitty week for them, and that's a shame. That's my opinion. Mm. Yeah, it's been um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think, I mean, Rockstar seemed to think that it won't affect their long term, that it's not affected development or anything like that, but it just may have, may have held them back slightly um, by them not, obviously, I, I still think we would have been maybe a year, a year and a half out from even seeing anything from this game. Yeah, I, I think what, where it might end up delaying them is if this guy really does post a work in progress build. Yeah. If this, if this guy goes out and posts a fully work in progress build that you could boot on a dev device, you basically handed all your competition what you were expecting to do in the next, you know, two years. So from from there, you, people probably are expecting more than that. Do you know what I mean? They're not expecting the product that you were working on when this build was created. You're probably expecting more than that. That's and, the that's the source code that a lot of press are referring to when they talk about what he's actually accessed from Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if people can get hold of this, if people can get this and then get it into working state, you've handed a lot of hobby builders a working version of, of GTA 6 that they could tailor and build whatever they want. It's, it's bad. It is bad. It is bad. More, more importantly, if you've got Rockstar contacts, can you ask them to remaster the Warriors? Well, it's out on PS4. You can get a, a shinier version, just not a proper version. Also, I, can you imagine the licensing behind trying to get the Warriors yeah, done yeah, again? Yeah. The fact that even exists in the first place is a miracle. I know. I know. It'd be like asking for a Def Jam Fight for New York remaster. We can keep asking for that. Uh, yeah, that's, dream. that's never... I was talking to my brother about it, and just imagine trying to get all those ex-Def Jam artists to allow their music... Oh, the lawsuits would be mental. <laughs> Sorry this... to sidetrack. I just really want to play the Warriors again. Sorry. It's all right. Um, Josh, what did you make to this uh, when you saw? See, did you see any of the footage? Did you take any of it in? What do you reckon? Um, I think you know when we kind of uh, when you mentioned it firstly in the Slack, uh, jump into Twitter. I think there was like the one clip that I saw going around, 
And then I thought, no, do you know what? Like uh, more news came out. It was like, oh, not over 90 videos. I didn't go looking for them because at the end of the day, it's not what I want to see of the game anyway. Um, and I was talking to this, some, someone at work today. I mentioned it to them and they, they had no idea. So I think not to mitigate the huge nature of this leak, but I think we're in a bit of a bubble when it comes to like covering games and uh, like video game nerds are kind of all in on knowing this, but outside the mainstream, which are going to be the core audience for a new GTA, might may or may not have ever heard this happening. Um, so in their favour, hopefully it won't break into the mainstream as such as like, you know, the person who buys one game a year actually knows about this and can complain about it. And there'll be more negative sort of backlash from people that really don't know about game development. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's sad to hear. I mean, you know, I think it, it was a bit of a dog pile on Rockstar for the remasters of uh, the last GTAs that came out. And um, so much so that a cancelled Red Dead Redemption remake happened. Um, uh, so I feel like there's a little bit of um, animosity towards Rockstar again for this, as if it's their fault. And it's it's not the right move. Um, I'm not saying, you know, feel really sorry for a massive game company, but at the same time, just have some humanity for the people that actually work there that are probably shitting bricks. And like, yeah, like you said um, in their statement, there's no any, there's no long-term delay, but how, we don't know that. That's what they could publicly say, but we don't know how far it was out anyway. So it, behind closed doors, it could it could be delayed even further. And I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Um, and if the whole source code leaks and like everyone has like a playable copy of the game, then <laughs> the worst news is that it would be cancelled altogether, which would be a huge shame. So yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see, won't we? About like I, f- I feel like we've plateaued on the news now. Like Rockstar statement will be the punctuation it will be the full stop to this but um and maybe a little bit a little bit more might come out but i think this is kind of like the whole we, we, we've covered the whole kind of main story of it now with with the rockstar statement being the last bit yeah it's interesting you mentioned the um the 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 remasters and the reception to the remasters and then the subsequent cancellation of the red dead remake and possibly further remakes like gta4 um it's yeah rockstar can't seem to catch a break right now um again again you know they're a they're a multi-billion dollar industry it's it's you know you're not going to play violins for them but it's there is a lot of people at rockstar who obviously they take a lot of pride in what they do because they take ages to make these fucking games they do and they they put everything into them you know red dead 2 is a is a fantastic video game and gta 5 despite you know how they've milked it it's a fantastic video game and they they do what they do and they are who they are because of how they look after their their content and how they yeah how the secrecy they, yeah. behind it all well at all times like when we found out about red dead redemption 2 they probably had everything unlocked by that point yeah. and that's how they want to present themselves um and i think as well the good press that they've been getting for changing kind of the environment of their development team you know being less of a frat culture and uh not uh, going into crunch for this game like you know they're 
I think they're trying, you know, and this is just like a massive backhand of like, <laughs> we mm. don't care if you're trying or not. Like this is. Yeah. I mean, the, the, anticipation, the anticipation for this thing is literally, this is a company that can change their social media pictures from yellow to red and the whole internet goes absolutely berserk. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, this is such a shame that it's happened because God, I, I remember like they, they they dropped the trailer website for GTA Five, like years and years ago, twenty eleven possibly, and they just everyone went mad. Like the trailer's out in five days, but the website's there and there's a countdown, and you know that may yeah. still happen with this. People still may be super excited. I know a lot of you know the gaming industry that have their you know have their working brains. Are, are not looking at the leaks and they're feeling very sorry for Rockstar and they're still super excited for what's to come. Um, but yeah, you got to feel for them in some aspect because yeah, they can't seem to <laughs> they can't seem to do right uh, by doing wrong at the moment with the uh, with the uh, with, with their fan base. Yeah, for sure. Um, Miles, if you're the hacker, what do you want from Rockstar at this point? Money, I'd imagine. <laughs> the yeah. hell of a lot of it. I think that's his only real mo- well, their only real motivation for doing it is just financial. Because I think part of this is a bit of a symptom of hype culture. And I think people can get it into their heads of, oh, I'm doing this because people want it. But I think the majority, like Josh kind of touched on, that of the people that want to see leaks of a game, they'll then see it and then think, oh, it looks like shit. Now I'm just going to dogpile onto this company because this game that I thought would look incredible when it got leaked doesn't because it's not meant to. Like, So I think it's part of the, the symptom of where the industry is and where the audience can be sometimes. And oh, Sean really kind of nailed it with the media kind of play on it because obviously it gets massive amounts of clicks. They get revenue streams and then people just jump on it because they want to see what GTA 6 looks like get thoroughly disappointed because it's not the game that it that they want it to look like because it's a test build it's not even actually made yet um and then they get loads of clicks and comments and views from people who are raging about it and it's just this like self-perpetuating cycle of stupidity to be honest because we're not meant to see this this build of the game isn't meant for us um and you know rockstar have always been very good in terms of their pr of when they show off their game it is like Josh said, you know, it's ready to go. You know, they've got it mostly done and they're working on finishing it and polishing it and doing everything else. So I think it's just a shame that we've also kind of had that illusion shattered a little bit because I've always remembered as much as I I play, you know, all the GTA games, I enjoy them. I'm not like a super fan, but I enjoy playing them. And I enjoy seeing them be shown off for the first time because they're super polished. They release a really cool trailer. They show off a really good bit of gameplay or whatever. And it's exciting because you get to see this really polished product almost immediately and now that's kind of been shattered because if you watch this uh whatever is in these leaks or whatever you're not going to see that it's broken there's going to be messages all around you know i watched a little bit of a clip of the i think it's the where they're robbing that kind of cafe or store whatever um and it just looks blocky and messy because obviously they're just testing out different systems and interestingly some people who actually are really invested in gta have said they actually really love the idea of some of the systems that are going on with you can like hold up individual people and stuff so the actual underlying mechanics of how this game is going to work is actually exciting a lot of people but it's just a shame that we're not going to be able to experience that kind of first moment of seeing it for the first time like as a shining like awesome product immediately um and I think the 
the hacker's just an asshole. Like, this doesn't benefit anybody. The developers now have this torrid time of having to figure out what's going to happen with their game until they know whether he is going to release that code or not onto the internet for no other reason than to be a dick. Um, you know, for Rockstar and Take-Two, I've been very critical of them. I think their working practices were awful. The way that they've treated those remasters was terrible. But that's not an excuse for this hacker doing a shit thing and really affecting the individual company who worked their asses off and now have to sit there and worry about you know whether this game is going to be adversely affected by these leaks um so i think that just sucks like on an individual personal level you know there are people at that company and imagine if you were the person that got fished for it like how awful you would be feeling and how in danger you'd feel your job is like it's it's horrible um so I just think the I whole thing is just his job that's in danger. I think his family are in danger. I think his overall yeah. life is in danger. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, that there's also going to be sections of the community who are going to dogpile on the person who somehow it's their fault for getting fished, even though it's not like, and that just sucks. Like the whole kind of industry at times at, at, with things like this really shows that it can be a really negative space. And yeah, if, oh, the hacker's just a dick. And I just saw this and just thought, why? What what purpose is this serving to do this other than for you to gain? And then to pretend like this wasn't going to go viral or people wouldn't care. It just smacks of someone who's been like, oh shit, I fucked up here. Like, now I'm going to look like an asshole. I've got to try and somehow row this back. And they can't because everyone knows that they're just being a dick about it. Yeah. Um, that so, line, that, um, this has gone unexpectedly viral. Yeah, come like, on. Like, <laughs> It's Grand Theft Auto 6. I mean, yeah. Come on. You can't be like, oh, no, I didn't expect this. And then to be like, oh, they can reach out to me. I want to make a deal. And I was like, well, how about the deal is you just don't do any of the shit that you threatened to do. Just give it back or delete it or whatever and just move on with your life. Like, let everyone just move on. Like, it's it shouldn't be this deep and it shouldn't matter. And then commit seppuku. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Restore some honor. Um, yeah. It's, it's just a shame because... Like I said, I'm not a mega fan of GTA, but I think it's nice to have a product shown off when the development team and the studio is ready to show it off. And to take that away from them when they've worked years and years and years on this game, I think it's just such a shit move to do to people. So, yeah, screw the hacker. Fuck them. I love it. I love it. I love the energy, Miles. Yep. <laughs> I'm feeling it today. Cat, <laughs> um, do you want to wrap this up? I know you're not the uh, the biggest um, Rockstar fan or Gravity fan, but this you is that I've I've completely I don't, I'm just not the biggest fan of rehashing a fucking game like 15 times. Indeed, absolutely. <laughs> I sure. love Grand Theft Auto 5. It was one of my favorite things ever. And I walked past Stephen Ogg and he had the biggest a guy who plays Trevor for anyone who's listening and doesn't know who's Stephen Ogg is. Um I walked past him and he had the biggest line to go and take photos and see him. And I thought, fuck's sake. And I should have done it because like Trevor is possibly one of my favorite video game characters of all time. Um so yeah, I mean this sucks. No one, no one wins. I was reading like rumors about the fact that this is somebody who's trying to get revenge for Crunch, so that he was an employee and he was either he left or he was fired, and um, he this is like a fuck you because Rockstar Crunch so much. And it, it, like you said, it's really really strange that he's saying no ill intent. I know someone who used to work on GTA Five, and the amount of documentation paperwork NDAs that he had to sign and he had to sign NDAs that went on years post him leaving as well like they are not any they're not beating around any bush to say don't fucking leak our shit because we will like cut you <laughs> like you know we will we'll cut you blood cut we'll you cut you blood you know so to say that you don't have an, an intent with the amount of 
things that he, that that person however whoever they worked you know however if they worked if it is true that they were a staff member which I'm assuming they were having access to a slack like that you know then then they know that what they've done is catastrophic and and is of the highest ill intent to them um so and also reading as well like Sean was saying the source code is also like up for grabs and it's a if I'm not mistaken it's a GTA 5 source code they have as well as also all the stuff for GTA 6 and of course if they sell that source code that's the nucleus of the whole game um like Sean was saying hobbyists can play and build and make GTA 5 in whatever city they bloody like uh which is horrific for uh the game everyone loses really i'm lucky enough that i haven't seen any of the leaks and i think um sean made a point that i was gonna make about the medias being like what a fucking awful thing this is how bad we feel for rockstar here's the link to all 90 clips what the fuck um so i hope this doesn't um I hope this doesn't, you know, delay the game, uh, you know, lead the game to become cancelled. It doesn't look like that's that's even what they're thinking of. I think this guy definitely has more because I think it's smarter. If you think in the minds of a hacker, it's smarter to keep your best card on, on your sleeve because he's asking to make a deal. So this is his, like, here's some shit I've done to you. Here's some shit I'm about to do if you don't cooperate with me. And I just think there was so much, if it is about crunch, there were so much more better ways to do that you know I think most people are on the side of supporting developers not to crunch so you know stealing what is going to be probably the most successful game in 15 years leaking it seven years early six years early it's you know it's not cool now you look like an asshole so and like it's just I I don't buy that this has gone unexpectedly viral fuck off like gta 5 was one of the biggest selling games if not the biggest selling game um other than minecraft um so you know it's soon going to take over the last of us 2 when gta 6 comes out as the fastest selling game so pff, you're an asshole dude um and i'm i hope they get through it i you know like sean was saying it's it's tough that they've you know probably were expecting a weekend off but lucky enough it's so early that they can kind of say guys this is fucking six years away like can we like chill out it, it's not going to look anything like this for the people that go oh that looks like a pile of shit like yeah it's fucking six years away like <laughs> you know you know 37 hours a week or whatever they're doing 90 hours a week at rockstar or 50 hours a week or 60 hours a week at rockstar you know divided you know times by 52 times five that's how many hours it is away from being done like grow up it's not going to look like that and so i think that they've got some solace in those leaks being so early even you know even though it absolutely sucks ass that it happened in the first place so i don't think anyone wins i don't think he's gonna win rockstar have billions i don't know i, I don't think we'll ever know the outcome i think they are going to try and placate everybody as much as they can i think they're gonna not say what the outcome was i'm not i don't think they'll ever say if they gave him money i don't think they'll ever say if they didn't um we probably won't hear anything more um but maybe we will who knows yeah, maybe not for a while. No, but um, the story may come out someday. Exactly. Um, sounds like a Jason Schreier kind of thing to do. Well, Druckmann was like, now. "This will be a footnote in a Wikipedia page one day," and it's like, "Yeah, but it's not that right now." So, <laughs> like, yeah, no. I mean, it will be. It will be. It will be one day. Know. But right now, it's pretty catastrophic to the to you know to uh, everybody who has worked on that game so far. Indeed, indeed. Um, I had a friend of mine who said, like, "Are you going to talk about GTA 6? Talk about the um, all the new stuff that you saw?" I was like, "No, 
We'll not talk about uh, all the new features. Well, we'll uh, do when Rockstar want us to. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I watched. I watched a few of the videos. It looks like GTA to me. That's cool. You know, I will wait. Yeah. I will wait patiently for this thing because I've, I've not wanted, seen I've anything new single player GTA for so long. It looks shit. Oh my god, I can't believe they have a female detective. And now we are doing that perpetuating cycle of talking about it. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but the new GTA protagonist does have some ass. So, you know, that. Well, they say she's got cake ass or something like that. Yeah, she got some cake, man. Damn kids and their colloquialisms. A female protagonist, eh, in GTA. What? I remember remember when we used to see Booty. Booty. There's Bussy as well. I've I've, I've seen that. Oh, don't. Yeah. People are kicking off. Like, they're not gonna fucking play it because it's a girl in it. Fuck off! Because I bet you have the platinum for Horizon. Like, I bet you've played Tomb Raider in your life. Uh, I, I don't play. Um, mm. I don't play Horizon because it's boring. <laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> not because <laughs> it's because, a woman protagonist. No, just because it's a boring <laughs> game. Oh. Anywho. Well, there we are. Um, yep. Yeah, we'll see if any more comes from this um, in the oncoming weeks. But I think. Uh, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's Rockstar have put a pin in this for now, and that'll be it. But uh, yeah, GTA 6 is still very much on the go, and we will get to it when we get to it. I'm assuming in 2025, 2026, maybe at this point. We'll see. Uh, right now, talking to something that's coming next year, but with a bit of bad news tinged to it. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 will not be compatible with PlayStation VR games. Um, this is coming from Jordan Midler again on VGC. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 won't be back into compatible with PSVR. It's been revealed. Speaking on the PS blog podcast, SVP of Platform Experience, Hideaki Nishino. I'm saying that wrong. I do apologize. Uh, PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to truly to deliver a truly next generation experience. PSVR 2 has much more advanced features like all new controllers with haptic feedback and adaptive triggers and inside out tracking, eye tracking in the headset. 3D audio all coming together, of course. So this means developing PSVR 2 requires a whole different approach from the original PSVR. Now, there doesn't appear to be any technical reason why PSVR games wouldn't be able to be ported to PSVR 2, but the number of developers likely willing to do that work is unknown. PlayStation VR games that debuted exclusively on the platform, such as Moss 2, have later been ported to other headsets like the Meta Quest. So there's every chance that we might see old PSVR games down the line updated, but you can't play the ones that are currently in your library. Mars Thompson, how are you feeling knowing that you cannot play, which is VR broom handling or something, on the PSVR 2? <laughs> Was that for me? Sorry, my internet cut out as you said it. And I heard just something about broom handling. And I yeah, saw some platinum for the second time round. <laughs> you can't play it on PSVR 2. How do you feel about that? Oh, devastated. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, to be honest with you. I don't know how I'm going to make it through another day without being able to play that game again. Um, Do you know what? For Banza, I probably would play it again if they re-released it on the PSVR 2 and I had it. Just just to say that I did it. You know, why not? Um, I think it's kind of in line with the trend, like as the companies are kind of just moving forward with technology and stuff. Uh, I think monetization-wise, it makes sense because they can basically charge for the re-releases of games or it makes the new platform feel much more worthwhile to invest in. And a part of me thinks from a business perspective, that makes sense. You know, the businesses, they want to make money. Um, I think it sucks as a consumer. You know, it would be nice to still have your old library of games kind of accessible, but then you could just say, keep all of your old PSVR. Um, And I think I don't really play my VR 
more. Um, so I'm not particularly fussed myself. I would like the option to, but I don't think it's a deal breaker. And if it means that the PSVR 2 is so technologically, you know, a massive step forward that you just can't run the games on them anymore without having to do some crazy porting work, then I think that's a good sign this is going to be a platform that is a big step up, a big upgrade and a big improvement. And if that is the case, then that makes, you know, that product seem worthwhile to invest in depending on how expensive it is and what that lineup of, you know, I think it's 20 or something games that's going to release with it at launch. So depending on what those look like, miss this feature or not because if the lineup of games is really good really quickly people aren't really going to miss it you'd rather have new stuff than old stuff to play anyway having said that i fucking love beat saber and if they don't make a beat saber psvr2 version i'll be devastated or a synth riders i don't care just one of them um i will be really upset so one of those needs to get ported over or i'm not buying it until one of them is ported over or there's a good enough equivalent so that's kind of my take on it i guess <laughs> Damn, you hear that PlayStation? <laughs> I'm throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> I think um, I think Beat Saber is popular enough that they will we'll see a Beat Saber two, maybe or something like that. Oh, down the line, the dream. I would yeah. literally. I bought the PSVR one for Beat Saber, and I will probably buy the PSVR two if there is a Beat Saber two, just for that. So yeah. that's how they get my money. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Sean Davies, as our resident VR super fanboy, how do you feel about this? Disappointed. Honest, yeah. Primarily disappointed because this isn't what I'd heard. Um, so I'd spoken to a couple of developers around PSVR two, and they said their game ran on it fine. So, which is which is strange. <laughs> um, I guess there may be a patch involved, which um, makes that that process work. I won't name names, but I've spoken to three developers that have their game which runs on PSVR, running on PSVR 2. So I, I get the feeling that quite a number of these developers might actually, because, because the, the market is so small, and I hope that Sony are making it as easy as possible to port these games across, that, um, that actually I think a, a significant portion of VR developers would, would take the time to make this available. Because if this is the device that blows VR up, you don't want to kind of be waiting and have left money on the table by not spending that time doing just that. So, so long as Sony are supporting developers, um, I don't feel like um, this is like a massive thing. If it is that Sony start to say you're going to need to rebuy games that you already own because PSVR is, is a separate platform, then they can eat a big bag of shit because that's not for the players, that's for your pockets. And, um, you know, if the developers are willing to do the work and they're willing to to put it as a free upgrade for their own games, I hope the Sony are willing to do the same. That's yes, I agree. I agree. Um, we've got a fair amount of VR games in our library between us, haven't we? We have, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. It would be a damn shame to leave them all behind. And and some of these, some of the VR games that we've got would be absolutely brilliant with the head tracking. You yeah. Know, like the, is it Head Teacher? Uh, which is like the football header game. Oh, Headmaster. Headmaster, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that. That that would be amazing with the new the new inside out head tracking. Yeah. Um, but the London Heist and Blood and Trees and stuff like that would be cool with that as well. Absolutely. Uh, mm. To get to get to get all the all the haptics and everything going um, would be fantastic. 
I guess the resolution being significant, it's like three times the resolution, isn't it, per eye? So um, I guess visually things would look subpar. But I mean, so long as as long as they worked, I can't see it being an issue. No. No, the big thing is the move controllers, isn't it? They can't be that's I, I assume that's the thing that's yeah, the biggest hurdle. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is yeah. because the camera is completely useless. Like you don't need a camera to, <laughs> to yeah. do these. And the way that it's it's you know, obviously before it was tracking lights, whereas now it's tracking itself. So um yeah, it is a change, but I think anyone who's been developing for VR and has been developing for Quest should already be in the place where they can just port these things across because the Quest works in much the same way. So, you know, we'll see. I, I do feel like any developers that have been working on Quest will probably port their games over because I don't think it's going to be that too much of an onerous deal so long as Sony are playing ball. Yeah, absolutely. I really hope that is the case. Uh, Josh Thompson, where are you with VR? Um, are you excited for VR2? I think VR2 might have been my first uh, get-in on playing VR. Um, I've only played it like once at a pub uh, and really enjoyed it. And I was hoping that VR2 will be like my actual step into it. And um, like what Miles said, with like games like Beat Saber, I really would, would have liked to have tried out. So I'm hoping that they will do come to PSVR 2 I'm sure they'll probably have uh you know there'll be a money involved for the upgrade um just kind of like uh PS5 some PS5 titles and now have like a you pay to upgrade it and such um but yeah I'm just kind of following the news at the moment I don't really know too much myself yeah I mean that's pretty much it at the moment um I mean we're we, we don't seem that far away from release um, I reckon maybe March, April next year. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what did they say? Like uh, the, the spring slash summer kind of months or something? Or sp- was it spring next year? I think spring for some people ends at June. So we're kind of looking at maybe the next eight to nine months yeah. seeing a release. Yeah, I mean, we've had um, a, a bunch of previews drop this week from various websites. And people have really loved it. People are really digging it. Um, so that's great news. Yeah, um, I think it's matching the bar that uh, some of the best to do it at the moment are kind of doing right now. Like they're yeah. actually kind of getting there with that over what the PSVR one was. For sure. So yeah, very exciting times of VR too. Um, Greg, have you got any opinion on this? VR is a thing. It exists. I still like sitting on my ass with the controller. So... It's, I'm happy for it to do waves and do numbers and get people on board with it, but it's not for me. I mean, I think Sean's signed me up for some uh, VR things at EGX, which I'll happily go and play. And I've had a blast playing like Sniper Elite VR. But yeah, I, it's cool. I like the content. I like the science behind it and all that. It's just, it's not personally for me, but on the broad gaming spectrum, like I've never played Beat Saber. I only really want to. I missed it when it was um, EGX. Uh, I was watching Sean be Iron Man instead. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't want to hate on it. It's just, I'm I'm indifferent. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> That's why you left me near the end, isn't it? Yes. Because my cheery demeanor wouldn't have sold it otherwise. No. No, you're absolutely right. Um, Kat, sorry, I've listened to the, to the end again. That isn't normally like me. I do apologize profusely. That's okay. 
<laughs> Don't sound so you. sad. I forgive you. It's fine. It's I'm so forgettable. I know. <laughs> um, are you liking the look of VRT? I know we've talked about it before, but there's been some previews out, new stuff this week. Um, how do you feel about this new announcement? Yeah, um, I mean, has it put you on or off VRT? I think. I'm indifferent to VR too because I don't have a VR. I don't have a normal VR. I know Miles does. Um, so I think if I had a VR, I'd be like, that's fucking annoying because I'd have a whole library full of games like Sean and you do. And it would feel like, cool. Like those are just going away now and I have to like fanny around, like putting in, like plugging in and out the VR, um, depending on what game I want to do. So hopefully there are some ports. I think the change has to be significant. Otherwise, if people are like, playing VR2 and they're going to like look at it and be like I don't see the difference or I don't feel the difference then that's going to probably piss a lot of people off um but if this change is really significant then I think it's great because I think you know awesome you know what cool piece of tech um I would love to get VR2 and I would be definitely keen to get a VR2 um but we have to rearrange our whole living room just to play the VR so we'd need to do it when we move house <laughs> and then I'm then I'm in but when we get our gaming room sorted and we have our gaming set up because moving the sofa back and forth every single time we want to play VR it's a fucking nightmare it reminds me of like the old school days when you used to play the Wii and you'd have to get everything out of the way like we'll go ahead and play the Wii put your wristbands on people yeah but um there's never really been other than Beat Saber there's been no games on the Iron Man one where I've been like oh my god I must have this um so horizon might change that vr horizon might change that beat saber 2 i think would be sick i think there's no way they wouldn't do a beat saber 2 of how much it streams um and how just how much people play it and how popular it is and how you can just like put your own songs on it or jazz uh yeah so i, I guess say, should... you didn't play vr broom racing so i didn't know I, I didn't so maybe when that comes out i'll um i'll get i'll be the first to get the platinum for the vr2 <laughs> You can share the infamy about Yeah, I'll share. Yeah, I'll share. I'll share the love on that one. Uh, yeah, that's where I am. I think everyone else has said it. Said what needs to be said about it. Um, I'll I'll check it out when it comes out. I'm not against getting it. I just need to move house first because I am lazy and I don't want to keep moving my sofa to play. Because like Greg, I like sitting on my ass. And that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm surprised it's not at EGX actually this this week. I'm surprised there isn't any VRG stuff going on there. It is. Is it? It is, but it's it's not. <laughs> is it? Is it behind closed doors? It is an at an offsite location. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> and including a couple of games that haven't been announced yet, which um, interesting stuff. It's it's going to be an exciting launch. Well, I'm going to talk to you about this more off the podcast because that's very exciting. Oh, sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right then, let's go. Uh, let's go to the final thing. Now, this is something that kind of launched uh, very close to the podcast. Uh, but it's from a website called Insider Gaming, which is a brand new site um, that went live. I want to say, like yesterday or today. Um, and it's it, it's ran by basically professional gaming insiders. So they drop up rumors on the website, and these things probably have the sniff of authenticity about them because they're basically. They're basically just full of Jason Schreier's on this website. So I'm going to talk to their first thing that they launched up today, which was Sony to launch new PS5 with a detachable disk drive, sources suggest. So I'm going to read from here. Uh, sources familiar with Sony's plans have shared details on the condition of anonymity outlisted in the next iteration of the PS5. 
It's been suggested that this new console could completely replace the A, B, and C chassis that we've been in production since the console's launch. The console, currently named the D chassis PS5, will almost have identical hardware to the existing consoles already on the market. The most surprising new feature of this PS5, though, is that the console will have a detachable disk drive. The detachable disk drive will be connected to the PS5 using an extra USB-C port on the back of the console. It's understood that this new PS5 console will be sold on its own or in a bundle with the detachable disk drive. It's also understood that the disk drive could be also purchased separately, so if it gets busted, there's no need to buy an entirely new console. Sources have implied that although the new detachable disk drive is portable, it will not ruin the aesthetics of the console and will attach to it without looking external, presumably meaning that the new PS5 look will look similar to the existing model. However, the new detachable disk drive could entail that a new iteration of the PS5 will be slimmer and lighter, which is something Sony has been trying to implement effectively with the latest PS5 models. Mmm, Kat, let's go first. <laughs> what do you make of this? Um, I mean, fine. Like, I don't really understand the point because, like, we've had the choice of disk drive or no disk drive and either console has been really really difficult to get so if it makes it more available for everybody who's wanted to get a ps5 for x amount of time then then fabulous um if it doesn't then oh, oh, i don't see the fucking point it's just adding nonsense to nonsense um so maybe i'm missing the point here. am i missing the point am i missing the point here ross because that's how i feel and i feel like well let me <laughs> I'm looking at my PS5 right now. I've got a digital version, as you know. Yeah. Um, I don't have a disk drive on my thing. Um, I would love a external disk drive to plug into this thing. Yeah, so sure. this is where I think it's great for people who might have only been able to get, say, the the non-disk drive. I know that yours was more of a choice. Is that right? Like, you chose oh, to get yeah, the absolutely. digital one. Yeah. yeah, so you chose to get the digital one. But, you know, I chose to get the disk one just because I like the opportunity to walk past CEX and be like, are there any deals on? Mm -hmm. um, even though most of my, like 95% of my game is digital, I can probably save myself 150 quid. But actually this does allow people to have the opportunity to buy a disc or get, you know, games as a gift or whatever it might be that that can do. But other than that, yeah, I guess it's a good accessory. I mean, it's good to have, but like, that's it. Cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just think like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very indifferent about it. It's just like, that's amazing. Because if, if you feel like you wanted a disk drive and you couldn't, and you just were digital, or you get digital as a gift and you think, oh, I didn't want digital, um, then this is exactly the market that they're looking at, likely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been looking at, I've, I've been looking at replacing my Series S with an X, um, purely because I want a 4K Blu-ray player. Okay. And, you know, obviously I'm two years too late. I should have got a fucking <laughs> physical PS5. But also, I hated the look of the physical PS5. That yeah, disk drive really close. stood out like a. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't look pretty to me. Um, and so there is that as well. There's the aesthetic. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see what this new model looks like, if it's going to look any prettier. I hope so. But I also hope it's more accessible anyway, because I think like. Is this not just a like a result of something that was really difficult to get that put people in a place where they almost had no choice but to get the digital one because that was the only one left in the bundle and things like that? In which way, it is very, very good that this is, you know, reaping an opportunity to have. But other than that, 
I'm like, cool, yeah, that's that's cool, but I'm it not does like- also imply the external haunt this this external disk drive will only work with one of the newer models and not the current ones. Brilliant. So, like, you've okay. So I have. what I mean. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't. Well, that that, that isn't <laughs> confirmed, but that that's how I read it. Okay, well, if that's the case, and I take back everything I say, and I just say, well, in the future, buy the newer one with the d- disc version. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to just delete what I say now. Like, just ignore the last five minutes for me, if that's the case, <laughs> because then I just don't see the point. If the point was actually they acknowledge PlayStation's were really, really hard to get, um, and so some people were forced by the digital when actually they really wanted the disc. So there's this opportunity to have an extra disc, you know, attach attachment. Great. But actually, if it's only going to work on the newer models anyway, so that they're going to be what just probably as hard to get. I don't know. Just get the disc version. Shush. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a digital version. Cat, I apologise. Okay. No, <laughs> it's, a it's not in the your moment. fault. It, yeah, exactly. It's a decision in the moment, and hopefully, it works for PlayStation. Because if so, great, you are the mm. audience. But if it doesn't, that's that's shit. Yeah. Um, Greg, do you remember the Xbox 360 HD DVD drive? I do. Yeah, that was ugly, wasn't it? Um, I mean, it kept the same color scheme as the Xbox, but it just looked like True. A, it just it just like an old CD drive that used to attach to your PC, mm. but with a Xbox aesthetic to it. But yes, I remember it was um, the war between Blu-ray and uh, and HD HD DVD, and it, what basically won it was the porn, basically. Yeah, that's what did it. Microsoft went, yeah, we're not putting porn on there. And Sony went, yeah, we'll do it. And look where we are now. <laughs> oh, once again, it saves the day. Um, what do you make of this? This. Of the PS5 disk drive story? Um, the thing that we've been talking about just recently? I zoned out. I don't actually pay attention to these podcasts. I, I was just I was just trying to like get over the nightmare thought of a website full of Jason Schreier's. I can't fucking stand that, man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I zoned out. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Go to someone else. I'll come back to this one because I was too busy texting someone else. Wow. Okay, Josh sorry. Thompson. <laughs> Hi, uh, uh, so, I think Cat could be on the money and Cat might be completely wrong. So, I don't think what you had to say, Kat, is entirely right, bullshit. Right. So, you're, you're, you're I totally could be. Wrong. I could I don't, be. I don't, right. I don't want to say you're totally wrong, because you might be in the cat. market. Oh, yeah, I'm literally Schrodinger's cat <laughs> right now. Literally, you're not right, right or wrong right now. I could have right on the money. <laughs> I could be so fucking off, it's painful. <laughs> Business-wise, I think this is a way of making it cheaper, more accessible, and getting parts quicker to facilitate demand that is still high. And people can't get them still to this day properly, unless you're in a queue or if you're lucky enough to catch them when they're going live. So this might be an all round sort of trying to facilitate the demand that they can't catch up with by kind of selling it as like it's a new shiny thing. But really, it's a bit of a shitty version of both. I, I think like I don't think. They say that it's not going to look distracting having it detachable, but like nobody wants nobody wants something that encompasses more space than it needs to. Like have the one box, and it does everything. That's why you have consoles. You, you know they're not like PCs where they come with all the doohickeys and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think 
that's what it is. It's just kind of like making it cheaper, but selling it as if it's fancier. Um, and with what, like what Kat said, it's going to be, hopefully the, the detachable does go for the digital. Cause I think that is a huge selling point is a 4k Blu-ray player. Um, I think uh, everything's going in that direction when it comes to buying films or uh, if you're not, if you don't watch them digitally online, like 4k is the new thing for people. Um, and, you know, Blu-ray de- disc in general are just what people use physical copies of their medium for. So, yeah, um, I just hope, yeah, I hope it m- makes more people able to get what they want in terms of the console. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's a good show. I really hope it is compatible with the, dig- with the digital. PS4. It would make sense to do it, um, yeah. but Sony make nonsensical choices sometimes so they sure do <laughs> generation yeah. and especially the last few weeks we've been talking about them indeed. Uh, so we'll see well, we shall see indeed um sean what do you make of this story um so initially i i don't trust this i don't trust this source to be honest um i I also think that they really need to be clear about what they're talking about because they mention disk drive a lot. Um, but there is a big difference between optical disk drive and hard disk drive. Um, obviously, one being storage and one being something that you could use. Now, they don't say anywhere in this article which one it is. Now, I, I have heard rumours that Sony were impressed with the way that you know Microsoft's expandable storage for the series consoles which is like a proprietary proprietary hard, hardware that they, yes. you can buy through Seagate. Um, and that, you know, it's it's the only one that will work with the Xbox series and they are making money on these. I, I've heard that Sony were impressed with this and wanted to try their own thing. So if this was a SSD style clip on the back of your console, I could see that being true. I could also see it being true that Sony realized that actually digital only is the way forward. That's the, the way the market is going, that physical games are selling less and less every single year. And that we are now at a point where some games sell 70% of their, their copies on digital stores. So like, I get the fact that they may want to revolutionize their design to remove the optical disk drive and to have that as an additional extra. That will not be popular. Um, if, if they were to if they were to make the standard this 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 digital only with a clip-on disk drive where you could put your discs, that would not go down very well. Now I don't know which way this is which which way the story is saying because I don't think you could can attach an SSD through a USB-C port, but that is the rumor that I've heard. I've I've heard that Sony were looking into doing a version of this where they didn't have to get if people wanted to expand their storage they didn't have to pop the top off the ps5 undo some screws slot something in and that hardware might not even be anything to do with sony you know it might be whatever you know ssd storage that they they they've gone out and bought that works with the ps5 um but this is sony this is wacky sony that we're on so it might be that they go do you know what? These disk drives are a pain in the ass. You know, it's not the most component-heavy part of the, the console. In fact, it's probably one of the most readily available ones. But let's get rid of it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, maybe. 
But like I say, I, I don't trust this source. I do probably think there is, is another version of the PS5 incoming. I imagine it will be the PS5 Lite, as as has been described in every other, you know, the PS3 Lite, the PS4 Lite. I imagine this will be the PS5 Lite. And I imagine it will get rid of something. Um, but whether that's um, the disk drive or not, optical disk drive that being, then, you know, we'll have to see. Wow, man, you just threw a whole spanner in the works there. I didn't even think of a hard drive externally. Yeah, so obviously... Well, I, don't, I don't think that's possible, is it? It has to be nailed down inside the system. Well, I mean, Xbox uses a clip-in and a clip-out, isn't it? They just slide. Yes, but the, yes, but the PlayStation is not. No, no, so currently the PS5 isn't, which is, which is why I'm saying when, when I read this article, I was like, yeah, that tracks. And then I saw the comments going, why are they getting rid of the disk drive? I want, I want my physical media. I'm like, no, that's not what they're doing. <laughs> um, mm. But then you, you, the, the source isn't clear enough. The, whatever, they've, whatever they've quoted isn't clear enough. And I don't think they're clear enough when they're writing the story, to be fair. And I think this is kind of a, like a, I've heard some rumblings. I've not got it all nailed down. I'm just going to write it and hope it gets traction. And it really has. Um, but I, you know, for me, I, I personally think it's probably the former. I think it's probably they are looking at some kind of external SSD that you can attach to the back of the PS5 that you'll just be able to slot on um, and have it out of the way. Um, I don't mm. think it's them getting rid of the disk drive, the, the, the optical disk drive, because I don't think that's actually an issue for them currently. I think they quite like that having the physical medium. But again, I could be wrong. Well, I guess we'll find out uh, at some point next year. Um, it's yeah, it's very very interesting. Um, Mars, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, I've not really got a lot else to add. I think Sean's point is interesting. If it is an SSD, that's a game changer. I think people would be really interested in that. Uh, if it's just a physical plug-in drive, I I don't see the point. <laughs> I really just I don't get it. I get for people who have the digital and want it to look nice, fair enough. But I feel like it would be a very like uh, like superfluous choice by Sony to prioritize that over just getting more consoles out so people can buy them. So, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. I think everyone's covered it pretty well. Um, I don't see the point personally. So that's all I got. What about you, Ross? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, as a, as a digital owner, if there is the option for me not to spend £400 on a PS5 to get a disk drive, sure, I'm in. Um, yeah. It'd be nice to have a much easier way to upgrade my SSD storage also. Um, so either way, I'm good, you know? Yeah, it's fine. Glass are full full on this one, Miles. I tell you, I'm like, yeah, Yeah. happy about either way. (laughs) Good. It's nice to have some positive vibes towards it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm 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 okay with either option. All is well. (laughs) Oh dear, I keep wanting to upgrade my S, my Series S storage because it is only 500 gig. Um, but yeah, I keep looking at those prices for those cards, and they're still like pushing 160, 170. You know, I'm like. "Mm." How much do I really want it? You know, how much? How, <laughs> how hard much? is it? How hard is it to delete a game? You know. Yeah, so. I found that as well. Like with the PC and stuff, I do, I thought about mm. could I do with extra storage? And I was like, realistically, how many of these games that I have installed do I actually play? And would it hurt me to just delete and re-download it at a later time? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I promise we will play Halo at some point. Yeah, we still need to do that eventually. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a year after launch, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Damn it. Um, right then, let's get into our recommendations. This is where we found something throughout the week that we want to share with you, our loyal listeners. Whether it be a game, a TV show, a movie, a book, 
a pair of sunglasses or some trainers. Who knows what it's going to be this week? Um, I'll start with Mr. Josh Thompson. What's your recommendation this week? Shit, I don't have anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> talk about a Sonzo. No, no, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, come back to me. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Kat, what's your recommendation for the week? Um, actually, Ross, I think you stole my recommendation of the week because oh. your my recommendation of the week is your game of the week. Oh, I know, I know. I actually um very much dig this new little season change. I say little season change; it's bloody massive. And I do agree with you that it's going to get bigger. I think that more stuff is going to unravel. Um, but I'm having a blast. I'm having a big. I'm having lots of fun. Um. I jumped on a couple of days ago and uh, yeah, I haven't really, I've just dived in and out of it a lot. I've played a lot on my own because lots of people are, got, they're doubted of code. So, um, and I've really enjoyed myself still. So that's my recommendation. If you are on Fortnite or haven't played Fortnite for a while, can't believe I'm saying this. Six months ago, me <laughs> would have absolutely paid my whole bank balance to you thinking there's no fucking way that I would ever yeah. recommend Fortnite. There's no way I'd even turn it on. Uh, but uh, here I am. So uh, yeah, go play it and become Spider Gwen because she looks rad. She does look rad. Um, I've got to go get the door. Uh, so, um, Kat, could you take over recommendations? Yes, I can take. Thank yeah. you very much. Absolutely. Uh, Sean, what is your recommendation of the week? My recommendation is dogs. Having dogs is great. <laughs> Tell us about your dog, Sean. I thought oh, you were going to sing that like the corn song for a second. It's like, it's dogs. <laughs> a big fluffy dog. It has some fur. It has some fur. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anywho, tell us about your dogs. Go on. No, let's no, have a little like, doggo chat. This isn't this isn't my recommendation. It's just that like I'm sitting here and my dog has just kind of just decided to come and sit with me. Um, he was, you know, a bit lonely over on the other settee and he's just stood on a, he's only got three legs. It's, it's Neville. His name's Neville. His sister is Luna. And um, when he was when he was eight weeks old, the door slammed on his leg, and uh, he had to have it amputated. Like after weeks and weeks of trying to save it. But yes, he is he is our tripod, and um, he is an absolute badass. The guy's a tank, genuinely. Um, there isn't a big dog that he can't take down. To be fair, anyway. My actual recommendation is having dogs. No, it's it's um fuck I've forgotten what my real recommendation was now. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, oh, you get Neville. as bad as me. Uh, it's because I don't care about these podcasts, that's what it is. Grr, I'm great. Yeah, you get as bad as me. <laughs> um my actual recommendation is a game called Toem. I think that's how it's yes. pronounced. Yeah. Um, it's on PlayStation Plus. I think it's on Essential. No, it's not Essential. Whatever the it's extra. It's out this month. No, no, on it's, on, it's on Essential. Oh, whatever, whatever level of PlayStation the base, Plus the, the normal one. It's on that. Oh, okay. Because I've, okay. I've got it and I'm normal. Yeah, you're normal. Um... <laughs> Sorry, so, Kat, did you just deflate then? I did. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's a, it's a lovely little adventure game around about going on an adventure and taking photos of things. Um, it's a very nice, easy game. It's not going to tax your brain any, but it's just a lovely little kind of road trip style game where you go to different places, you get given a list of things to do, and you just do them. And you know, it's it's not emotionally massive. It's not like mechanically supreme or anything like that. It's just it's just nice. Just genuinely nice. And it's all in black and white. 
uh, well, it's predominantly in black and white. And um, yeah, I just had a real nice time with it. I played it in one night, one sitting, and uh, yeah, well, well worth a go. Uh, definitely worth picking up if you've got a PlayStation Plus. Yeah, absolutely. It was actually on my wish list before it came on to Extra Essential Base monthly stuff. And uh, yeah, no, I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to dive in. Um, cool. Uh, Miles, what is your recommendation for the week? Uh, I have a little mini one first, which is that Xbox PC Game Pass has just added how long to beat to all of the games on Game Pass. So when you're looking at a game and you're deciding oh, whether you want to buy it or not, or to download it, it will tell you how many hours it takes to beat it. That's incredible. Yeah, which I just wanted to shut that out because I think that's wicked because I have to do that for like every game now. I do that as well, yeah. Can I can I just say, whatever you see as a number, add two or three hours. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I actually convinced myself I was really fucking slow and I was like, there's no way. There's no fucking yeah. way that anyone is beating this. Same with trophy guides as well. Yeah, they're, they're all out there like, oh, it's only two or four hours to completely complete. Yeah. <laughs> 17 <laughs> hours oh, later. Yeah, it's, it's such like I'm the best game of wanks on there. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it is really rewarding when you beat the time though, and like it's six hours, and you like do it in five, and you're like, fuck yeah, suck it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> below the average. Yay, I'm better than everyone else apparently. Um, so I want to shout that one out because it's cool. Um, and then my actual recommendation is a game called Four Tales. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't massively hot on it, but I think it's worth checking out. So it's like a card uh like like a board game but just turns like a virtual video game um where each level is like two decks of cards one's like an exploration one one's like an enemy deck and then as you like progress through the story say if you've got to get past like a checkpoint and there's a guard blocking it like you have to use different cards to explore different like exploration location cards so it'll be like Here's a tavern. You can play like a character's ability card to like summon someone in that tavern. You can then like trade with them. So you can trade like food for money. Then you can use that money to pay off the guard and that kind of thing. Um, I was just really impressed how they managed to turn exploration and traversal into an actual card mechanic. Um, And then all the combat's done with cards as well. There's a big emphasis on before you actually start combat, like you can bribe enemies you can like intimidate them if you've done like bad deeds you get like grim points and you can use those points to intimidate them away um it's got some really unique ideas in it and i think it's worth trying out it gets quite repetitive by the time you get to the end of your first story and it's like a choose your own adventure so like you'll get a pick of three missions if you pick one or two of them you won't be able to do the third one so that will take the story in that direction and you'll miss out on missions characters different story beats um and you can't do everything so you're gonna have to have make sacrifices to find like the ideal campaign to finish it um it's good it's worth checking out but it, it, yeah it just gets super repetitive um but i think it's worth having a go with if you like card-based mechanics and stuff like that so give it a look nice uh josh did you have a recommendation have you thought of one <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to throw down the gauntlet and say that the Watsits Crunchy Flaming Hot are crisps of the year. Absolute banging crisps. Yeah, they are top tier. Uh, I don't know if that's a long list that they're going to be, but they are the best on the list. So enjoy them. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Josh. Uh, And Greg, did you have a recommendation? Yeah. You suck at parking. That's not aimed at you. That's the game. I was gonna say. I was like, I, I, I was gonna say, what a comment that is. I was like, I do not fucking suck you, at parking. <laughs> I've never seen you drive, and I wasn't gonna make stereotypes. It's it's a fun little arcade game. It was my it was my game of the year at EGX last week because they had nothing else on show. And uh, uh, last week, last year, um, 
and I reviewed it last week, and I fucking love it. It's frustrating. It's hilarious. It's frustrating. It's also really funny to watch someone else fail. And uh, yeah, it's like trials with mini cars and parking spaces. Nice. That does sound really fun. I remember you talking about it on the podcast last year oh, uh, for EGX. Um, I kept saying to Sean, I was like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to get beat one of those levels and get my name on a poster on the wall. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Ross, who was at the door? Was it McDonald's? Hello. Um, <laughs> no, it was co-op, actually. Was it McDonald's? That's a very unfair sort of... <laughs> no, not... Jesus Christ, only because oh. I fucking love McDonald's. <laughs> I Everyone... would have guessed McDonald's sooner than co-op, to be fair, at <laughs> half ten at yeah, night. It's true. It was co-op. Uh, I had a real inkling for a Red Bull, and so I got a Red Bull. Oh, fair. Damn. What they a time to be alive. you won Red Bull. Like, they just delivered a Red Bull to your house. Well, they can do that if you want to pay the extortionate prices, but I no, I got I got other be, things also. I would, I mean, when I used to work for Sainsbury's, I'd be annoyed if someone just ordered one bottle of something. I'm like, oh, there's your fucking shopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got other things also, but primarily it was only for the Red Bull. Right, okay, got you. Yeah, yeah. Did Free delivery. That ordered, did I have a bloke that ordered uh, just a crate of eight bottles of vodka once, and he went, yeah, I'm cutting down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't judging you, it's fine. Oh, man. Right then, let's get two out. This week and out this week, you may have already heard Sean talk about it, but of course, oh, did you recommend anything? Uh, let's no, see. We, we talked about the door. Um, let's recommend the um, I've got Chris Gunnier's new book, surprising absolutely no one. Um, he released the N64 Encyclopedia. I have it, it's awesome. Look out for a review for that on the website very, very soon. Happy days. Um, right then, uh, let's get to out this week. Out this week, um, yeah, we've already, we've already heard Sean. Gush about it, but Return to Monkey Island is now available. How very exciting. Um, September 20th sees the release of A-Kane. Is that, is that right? A-Kane? A-Kane? Akane? Akane. That's better. Yeah, is that's it Akane? Better. I would have said Akane. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Well, that game's coming out on September 20th, so look out for that one. Um, Hard Space Shipbreaker is also landing on September 20th on all the things. Deathloop is coming to Xbox on September 20th or so. If you've been an Xbox fan waiting for that game to arrive, do not fear. It is coming very, very soon. Basically, the day this website, this uh, this podcast goes up. So, you know, happy days and, for everyone. And it's very good. It's very, very good. Um, if you're still playing Black Desert, um, the Autumn Festival is launching on September 21st um, for, well, everything. Um, so go and enjoy that if you're playing Black Desert. Serial uh, Cleaners comes out on September 22nd. So all the things we may or may not have that covered, Miles. Do we may or may not have that covered? Who knows? We we'll may see. or we may not. It is yeah. uh, Schrodinger's option as to whether it will or will not. <laughs> well, we're really getting <laughs> to Schrodinger tonight. I like it. I uh, like yeah. It. And uh, the rest of my the rest of the website isn't loading. So um, I've got you covered up until September twenty second. There's a few decent stuff coming out, so be sure to be on the lookout for those. Deathloop is of course going straight to Game Pass. So no excuses. Go play it because it's awesome. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at FNGRGNS. If you want to follow us, you can follow us all individually. All of our handles are in the description below, except for Mars, of course, who's smart and not on Twitter. If you really like what we do, why not follow our Patreon? For $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcast setting services and keep the website nice and shit, 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 shiny. But that's it. Thank you very much for listening. 
manage Roscoe. It is goodbye from Miles Thompson. Oh, well. It is goodbye from Greg, Greg, Greg Hicks. Bye. And if you see Sean or I at EGX, come and say hello. I'm the uh, I'm the toxic frog. <clears throat> They're really friendly sometimes. Depends unless, how you, unless, unless you write badly. <laughs> the FFG himself, Mr. Sean Davies. Uh, just, just Greg. Just say hello to Greg. I don't want you anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> yes, exactly. One toxic frog and one fat bearded guy who looks like he's really pissed off that he hasn't slept. That'll be me. <laughs> if you see a man with two looking like looking like um, Chris Redfield from Resident Evil Village with a can of monster in each hand, sure. <laughs> like in, in the drinks cap with they got those like beer chug helmets with exactly. cans of monster in it. <laughs> yes, that'll be me. Uh, so. Sean, can you do one and one thing only for me while you're at EGX? Yes. Can you please play Sonic Frontiers? I absolutely will. And I Thank will you. tell you how bad it actually is. You'll oh, no. to play games. That wouldn't oh. um, And it's goodbye from Dutch Thompson. See you, everyone. And last but not least, it is, of course, goodbye from Kat. See you later. My name's Roscoe. Until next time, look out for a brand new look on the Finger Guns website very, very soon. It's going to look very shiny. Until then, bye!